This side. This side. No. This side. This side. I'm an arrangement of molecules and another arrangement of molecules. I'm alive. Is what around me alive as well? The person walking by looks alive. The dog looks alive. The guys sitting on the corner appear to be sleeping. They appear to be where they're living. <clears throat> on Avenue A. Yeah, I'm back in New York, and I'm glad for that. And I'm inhabiting an apartment that I have known for, oh, since the 80s. And I'm inhabiting an apartment with an old friend. And I've come back to New York, and my old friend is in better shape than she was previously. And this is good. And I hope she stays in good shape because it'll make it better for me to uh, stay there. But more on that later, I don't know how much detail I want to talk about her personally. <clears throat> because she is the most important person in my life, really, in the long term of New York City and so on and so forth. I met her right away after I arrived here at age, what, 32? Uh, in whatever it was, 1982 or four, I don't know, in the past. She was only 19 at the time. My first A lot younger woman, more than 10 years. <clears throat> Everybody else was kind of a contemporary before that. So, Ohio and my brother's memorial and family matters and leaving all that behind, the memorial for my brother on Sunday, the 5th, which was last Sunday, and then I flew the 7th and back to New York in the evening, so today's Friday. <clears throat> so last Sunday, I was in Ohio at this memorial for my brother, <clears throat> sort of masculine, in a, uh, in a common room of a uh, condominium uh, development that my... Uh, cousin, the uh, preacher, and his wife inhabit. These are the people who have been assigned to take care of my brother's estate, were given power of attorney, and, uh, you know, that has been going kind of as it was, and I was away in uh, Mexico and didn't want to handle it and couldn't, and uh, what ended up happening is that my uh, brother's ex-wife, they divorced about four years ago, mostly because of his alcoholism and so forth craziness, but... Uh, <clears throat> 
they'd been in touch and talked all the time on the phone, and you know they were they were the primary relationship of one another, <clears throat> and um, you know that's what it is. So even though they were divorced, uh, she is still you know very much about my brother, and. Uh, even though she went on and on about these other relationships she's been having and uh, in a kind of a bragging sort of way. <clears throat> Garbage truck down the street, I'll go the opposite direction. But um, what ended up happening is that uh, my... Uh, cousin's wife, let's call her P, let's call my, bro my cousin B, because that's the initials of their names. So Pastor B and Pastor's wife P uh, <clears throat> and my brother's ex-wife out from California with a lot of her family. The memorial went really well, actually, and I, I spoke, and I spoke first, and I wore my blue suit and my fedora, and I looked good, and I impressed everyone, and I impressed uh, the ex's family who were out from New Jersey. Many of them had come out for Lonnie's memorial in support of this poor woman, <clears throat> my brother's ex-wife, <clears throat> who is, you know, 60 years old or a couple of years older than that. <clears throat> so, at the end of the memorial, uh, P said to the ex-wife, this ends now. And this uh, really offended the ex-wife. I mean, seriously offended her. And she basically uh, freaked out. Um, she had been getting upset about certain articles that she'd been seeing of uh, my brother's who were appearing on Facebook uh, Marketplace because I'd asked these people to get rid of this stuff. I, didn't, I have no place to put it and don't want it and it's somebody else's life. Like a lot of record albums and stuff like that that I'm just not interested in. I haven't had an LP in uh, about 40 years. <clears throat> Maybe a couple that I thought were rarities and collectors. Anyway, I got, Tara got rid of a couple of those, if there were still any, as well as everything else I owned. <clears throat> but I told her to do it, so. Not her fault, though, there goes the garbage truck. So, what happened was, uh, she went into a serious rage and started attacking uh, Pastor B 
and pee and the child after they blocked her on Facebook and from messaging uh, attacking them. Uh, their daughter had died in the meantime right after Lonnie did a week later and uh, she's gone to the extent of accusing them of selling my brother's articles to buy heroin for their daughter who uh, then died of, you know, an OD or something. So that was pretty low. And uh, all this time I'm going, okay, well, you know, they're, they're, they don't, she's giving me all this sort of poison information about, well, there's this article and that article, and, you know, and I, hadn't, I knew nothing about any of these things because I didn't live with him while he was collecting these record albums. She's talking about these gold discs, and I don't even still know <clears throat> exactly <clears throat> what the gold discs are. Apparently some sort of CDs. Well, she thought the gold discs were uh, stolen by <clears throat> the pastor and his wife because she didn't see them in the photo that they sent her or I don't know. Anyway, you know, what it's all about as far as I'm concerned in reality, aside from all the details of um, concern about money and articles, is that she lost control of my brother. She tried to handle him for a couple of decades deal with his alcoholism, tried to control him, <clears throat> failed. They separated. And what happened after they separated is that when he was out of her sight and the pandemic hit and he did not see anyone for two years, that's when he started to slide. Well, slide out of this life probably into drinking at some point. We don't even know. Uh, so I was like, uh, when she started doing this, my cousin, Pastor B, called me and said, oh, well, I hear you want albums. I'm going to bring them right over. And I'm like, uh, uh, you know, I never wanted any of his records. And... Uh, she uh, complained about them and as if they were stolen, so he thought uh, I was doing this too, and I said, oh, well, wait, 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 wait a minute. I don't even know what she wrote. She told me she wrote something, but this is not me. I was not married to her. She is not my wife. This is not my battle. I'm not saying these things to you. So... <clears throat> It seems that I've gotten away with uh, arranging myself in a position of neutrality in between these two essentially warring parties at this point. And I stayed neutral because, you know, I didn't know. One person tells me this, that things are being stolen, 
and that, you know, therefore I'm missing out on thousands of dollars that I might have uh, obtained from my brother's wife. <laughs> um, and on the other hand, that they, they're just doing what we all had planned to begin with and everything's fine. So, you know, I, di I didn't know. So I've just kind of tried to play both sides to uh, keep myself in a advantageous position and not take either side and not get uh, uh, screwed over by the decision that I made. So, <clears throat> I, there was a video of the uh, event and uh, various people spoke. Now, my cousin B didn't even attend, even though he lives right there. And, uh, you know, he sort of took, I don't know, too much grief or something, where some sort of uh, an excuse of the, uh, related to that was just too much after his daughter died. And so she was only 42. So, um, you know, that was a little questionable that he didn't show up for the two hours and, uh, you know, just deal with it. But he didn't. And um, the result of that was more, more of a, an alienated feeling from the ex-wife and feeling like she wasn't, uh, you know, Lonnie wasn't, my brother wasn't honored by... Uh, you know, him showing up to his cousin's memorial, even though he was right there. I shot a video with my iPhone. I had my tripod, and uh, I talked first, and various other people talked that uh, knew my brother and touched by him. Um, the pastor's wife, P, also talked. They'd uh, gone out to Evansville to take care of my brother. Well, she kind of did claim saving Lonnie's soul, because that's her thing, being a Christian and all. Saving other people's soul for the sake of their own, probably. But, uh... So she did go on about how, well, you know, they, they, they were the first per people he'd seen in two years that he really knew because he'd been isolated in Evansville, Indiana, and everybody else was hundreds of miles away at the least. His wife in California and me in New York. He would use the phone a lot. He was very sad at the end. But um, so she, she, the, the position now is that uh, yesterday, Pastor B called me or texted me and said, please call me. And I did, and uh, it was all very friendly. Uh, he told me that I have a, uh, I have an urn, 
and a hole to climb into in the urn in Ohio because uh, this was something that was purchased from my brother, an urn, for the uh, ashes that we ended up uh, distributing, I won't say dumping, <clears throat> distributing in Monument Park in Canton, Ohio, dropping it into a stream, uh, this, uh, you know, these ashes, it's quite heavy. My brother was heavy, his uh, remains. Uh, I didn't weigh it, but I, I guess it was like, you know, 10 pounds or so, maybe. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, my, my uh, cousin informed me that I have a, uh, an urn and, a, and they paid for the hole and I can be in the same plot where my mother is. Um, so that's okay. It's an option. It's uh, less expenses that somebody else is going to have to uh, pay for somewhere down the line. So, <clears throat> and he also said, that he was going to wrap it all up and be sending me, uh, you know, a check soon, as soon as they found out, you know, what exactly is going on with uh, the IRS. Maybe he's getting some money back this year. And so I am uh, going to get a few more thousand dollars, which is great. And also, I, I, sp I spent the uh, night after the memorial, let's see, what night? The last night in Ohio I spent <clears throat> with the ex-wife in her Airbnb place where she proceeded to kind of drink and uh, actually told me about her sex life and all these guys that she likes to have sex with and you know how popular she is even though she's you know chubby and certain people like this sort of chub thing and uh, you know to me I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't get near her she's never been my type and I don't really like her energy all that much um, you know she was my brother's wife and they guess they were into each other but I've never really you know, really been into her there very much. And so it was pretty strange sitting there. The brother, my New York friend here I'm living with, uh, thinks she wants to fuck me, which, you know, might be true. But, uh, <clears throat> not that that would ever happen, but, um, you know, she was telling me about all these guys, and like she had like four boyfriends at one time, and, uh, I don't know, I don't quite know what that, uh, knowing all about all that stuff did to my brother because uh, I, uh, he wasn't, uh, he was, uh, he met a woman in rehab, Alora, 
that he was crazy for who was a very, very deeply pathetic alcoholic. And uh, so he was on and on about her for a while. He never really had anything going on with her. It was all kind of just a, a dream thing. And uh, so I don't know what, you know, how he felt about that. I mean, is, is it, it's, you know, there's a certain line in uh, me and I, my dad of playing this uh, cockold uh, role. Uh, I don't know if I kind of like it, uh, but uh, I think my brother kind of inadvertently was in that sort of situation. And my dad was because he was all wrapped up with uh, my mother and in love with her, and yet she was, you know, involved with somebody else and uh, kind of over with him, uh, you know, before it was really over, over. I'm walking by the formerly site of the Sidewalk Cafe on Avenue A in the East Village where I performed several times. It was a really nice venue for uh, acoustic guitar acts uh, for many, many years. And uh, then it closed, and then it was something else for a while, and now it's just a corner of an empty space on Avenue A and whatever this is, 7th Street, I think. And uh, uh, big graffiti all over the windows and uh, empty race restaurant space. So if you want to start the sidewalk too or a new restaurant on Avenue A and 7th Street, 6th Street actually, um, you can do that. Legal marijuana. So yeah, I show up in New York City while I was away in Mexico. Marijuana is now legal uh, in New York State. So <clears throat> I think this might be a real positive thing. I think it's uh, already a positive thing for my friend who has a difficulty with alcohol. She's just doing the legal marijuana now, which is reasonably inexpensive. I don't know if these are introductory offers, like one place. She took me to a place. It's uh, on uh, Exes, Exes, Essex Street. It's called uh, Canna. Oh, I got a bag in my pocket right here from the place. Canna Culture. C-A-A. No, C-A-N-N-A culture. C-A-N-N-A culture. I think they have an Instagram. So, yeah, you walk into a storefront, and then you eventually go into the basement. And in the basement, there were two young women. And uh, there was a uh, display case. And there were jars of all this uh, bud. And, uh, you know, I didn't really go into it that much. My friend had already decided what she liked. So, um, well, they have a 30% off deal. So, 
what was going to be $50 for an eighth ended up just being $30 for an eighth. Now, uh, the quality is also quite high. And uh, it's kind of like a, a, maybe I don't even know, but maybe it's just be, me with set and setting being back in New York City again and energized by all that or whatever. But the, um, the stuff that I've been smoking, it seems um, a lot more uh, po uh, powerful and uh, taking me to a different sort of place, uh, actually a more positive kind of a place than the uh, illegal underground stuff was. Um, it has more of a brightness to it, not a, a, even though I am a smoking hybrid. Um, I mean, between sativa and uh, and uh, indica. I'd look in the package to remember what indica said. Um, it's um, you know, it's quite up, and I'm uh, noticing that I'm not as uh, hung over and uh, dragged out by my adventures the previous day with it, with this stuff. I don't know if that's just something I'm imagining or if it's uh, somehow prone to less uh, hangover feeling like that, that, that demands itself. It, it, like yesterday, I didn't even feel like smoking for... Um, you know, into into sort of into the afternoon <laughs> instead of uh, six thirty in the morning. <clears throat> so so I, I like the uh, they all ha also have a lots of uh, shop. I don't really know what the rules are. I'm still walking around with my one hitter outside, going, uh, am I allowed to do this? You know, sort of feeling still kind of. Uh, Feeling kind of uh, funny about it, uh, unused to the uh, being allowed to do it. Uh, so I, um, I think it's a good thing, and uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Um, I don't know whether I'm going to be staying, living where I'm staying. Oh, also, uh, my uh, brother's wife, we got to talking about my aunt in Florida, who is the uh, so-called wealthiest person in the family. And we don't really know what that means, although for some reason she pulled up a figure of $2 million, as if she, this woman is actually worth this amount of money. And she told me that this woman, uh, my aunt, told me that I was on her will and that um, so who knows maybe I'll be getting a certain amount of money she's 95 I don't drop dead first I don't know that would be good and I would share it you know and uh, you know it could give me a chance to live into old live into old age which 
I'm not sure how attractive that is anyway because I did spend a cer certain amount of time with my uh, elderly aunt in Ohio. I, I actually lived there for a week in her house. And uh, I don't know. Of course, she's a completely different person than me to begin with, you know, like a, you know, to me, with a very boring life of sitting in front of the television all day, uh, sort of just watching whatever and uh, talking to relatives and the kids and da da da, and, you know, I don't know. But uh, she's 84. Never read a book, I don't think, or not in some decades. So, you know, not the kind of person that I am, really, so. You know, she used to be a little more sweet than she is now, and then she kind of argues. She, she does get wrong opinions about things, and then continues to argue them as though she actually, you know, has the, the true thing that happened when actually she's just spaced out. The reality of the situation into the uh, weirdness of dementia. <clears throat> anyway, I'm back in New York. Glad to be back in New York. There's a school bus making that noise. I don't know if you can hear it. There's some birdies in the trees. The uh, Lower East Side is nice. Temperature in New York is beautiful right now. And uh, I'm coming to life a little bit. I'm uh, actually thinking about, you know, being involved with maybe someone else. I, I don't, I, I don't, I can't allow my relationship with Tara and how it went bad. <clears throat> and I have to remember that so much of it is about two people, not just me. And why it didn't work out. Had a lot of economic issues involved with them. But now if I'm not going to have as many or the same kind of economic issues. Maybe I could have a relationship with someone else who uh, and it could be, uh, you know, it could work out where this other thing really was ruined by um, the, the money thing as far as I was concerned. I couldn't get, any, I couldn't see any way out of just living there forever in her parents' house in Long Island with her, and that was not acceptable to me, and I just could not do that. So, end of that story. <clears throat> There's a dog in the house where I'm living, and I think I'm going to walk back. It's about 8:30 in the morning and see if Doggy's ready to go for a little walk. And I'll take the Doggy for a walk now that I've recorded this, which was, uh, you know, the back in New York thing. And, uh, you know, the kind of recap about what happened. 
out there and how, you know, it was uh, miserable for certain people. For me, it was just kind of like a odd TV show. And, um, and it ends up going, going to have more money, so that's great. And uh, I like that. And I can help the person I'm living with, and I can do other things with it. I want a little more life. I'm gonna live till I die. I'm gonna laugh instead of cry. Before my number's up, I'm gonna fill my cup. I'm gonna live, live, live until I die. They're gonna say, what a guy. Frank Sinatra song. Nowhere but this side. Hasta luego. This side. This side. This side of nowhere. nowhere.